The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The tax collectors and the sinners were all seeking the company of Jesus to hear what he had to say. And the Pharisees and the scribes complained. This man, they said, welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he spoke this parable to them. A man had two sons. The younger said to his father, Father, let me have the share of the estate that would come to me. So the father divided the property between them. A few days later, the younger son got together everything he had and left for a distant country where he squandered his money on a life of debauchery. When he had spent it all, that country experienced a severe famine, and now he began to feel the pinch. So he hired himself out to one of the local inhabitants, who would put him on his farm to feed the pigs. And he would willingly have filled his belly with the husks of the pigs were eating, but no one offered him anything. Then he came to his senses and said, How many of my father's paid servants have more food than they want, and here I am dying of hunger. I will leave this place and go to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as one of your paid servants. So he left the place and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was moved with pity. He ran to the boy, clasped him in his arms, and kissed him tenderly. Then his son said, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the calf we have fat, that we've been fattening and kill it. We are going to have a feast, a celebration, because this son of mine was dead and has now come back to life. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now the other son was out in the fields and on his way back as he drew near the house, he could hear music and dancing. Calling one of the servants, he asked what it was all about. 
Your brother has come, replied the servant, and your father has killed the calf we had fattened, because he had got him back safe and sound. He was angry then and refused to go in, and his father came out to plead with him, but he answered his father, Look, all these years I have slaved for you and never once disobeyed your orders. Yet you have never offered me so much as a kid for me to celebrate with my friends. But for this son of yours, when he comes back after swallowing up your property, he and his woman, you kill the calf we had been fattening. The father said, My son, you are, you are with me always, and all I have is yours. But it is only right we should celebrate and rejoice, because your brother here was dead and has come to life. He was lost and is found. The Gospel of the Lord. Hanging in room 254 of the new Hermitage building of the Hermitage Museum, in St. Petersburg, Russia, is the famous painting, The Return of the Prodigal Son. Painted in circa 1668 by the Dutch artist Rembrandt. Rembrandt painted this work just months before his own death. This painting became part of the collection in 1766 by Catherine the Great. The imagery and symbolism of this painting is very rich indeed. In itself, it's a visual homily worthy to contemplate. On this Latare Sunday, this halfway point of our Lenten journey and observances, let us enter the parable of the prodigal son, as its characters are a good reflection of our own lives. We all have elements of the prodigal son, the father, and the older brother in ourselves. The prodigal son. We see in the painting a pale, weak, shattered man kneeling before his father. After leaving his father in his youth and requesting his share of the inheritance, we hear in the parable of him living a reckless, pleasure-seeking life, who gambles, spends, and wastes his inheritance down to the very last coin. His lifestyle and self-confidence are crushed. He has nothing. He has lost his dignity. However, there is a moment of conversion when he hit rock bottom, a metanoia or a turning towards his father. His suffering and losses turn into a moment of insight. He returns to his father as a sick, miserable, weak individual and falls on his knees with humility. How do we relate to the prodigal son? We have all at some point in our life turned away from our baptismal dignity of being sons and daughters of God. We chose the easy and pleasurable life. We turn inwards and downwards. On numerous occasions, we have failed to love God and our neighbor. We turn away from him. We choose the lesser things of life. We choose sin. Sin destroys or damages our relationship with him him and with others and within ourselves. We come to the realization that we have taken advantage of God's great love for us. 
Father, I have sinned against heaven and earth. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. The sacrament of confession is that sacred encounter with the merciful and loving God. We come to confession as a broken, wounded, hurt, and sinful individual. We kneel before the Lord. We are embraced by the merciful and compassionate Father who restores our dignity back to us as children of light, children of God. The Father puts our baptismal cloak and ring back on us, reflecting our dignity of being his children. The Father. We see the Father in the painting wearing lavish clothing with numerous rings on his finger. It represents his dignity. The Father bends over his Son with mercy and forgiveness. The Father's face shines forth in illumination. He is the light and brilliance for his Son. This earthly Father is a good reflection of our Heavenly Father, a Father who is always ready for us to return to him. No matter what we may have done or what sin we may have committed, he is ready, ready to forgive, ready to be compassionate, ready for us to return to him with all our heart. Quick, bring out the best robe and put it on him, put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet, because this son of mine was dead and he has come back to life. He was lost and is now found. There are no conditions attached for his forgiveness and compassion. Only a contrite and humble heart is asked. We are called to emulate the Father in our relation with others. Do we at times hold grudges against each other? Do we put conditions on our mercy towards others? Do we grant forgiveness to others regardless of what they may have done to us? Yes, we may feel hurt or a sense of betrayal when someone hurts us. But if God grants us his mercy on a daily basis, and especially in the sacrament of mercy confession, are we not expected to, in turn, to grant mercy and forgiveness to others? Are we ready to embrace those who have walked away from us, for those who have rejected us, or those who have hurt us? Forgiveness is at the heart of being Christian. The older brother. We see the older brother in the painting in darkness, looking with disdain on his brother. He is jealous that his brother is being treated in a manner of dignity. Look, all these years I have slaved for you and never once disobeyed your orders. It is easy for us to have a sense of entitlement of remaining Christian during our whole life, always attending mass, going to the sacraments, saying our daily prayers, and being involved with the parish. Being faithful in itself is a good thing. However, it can grow into a certain sense of entitlement, judging others and looking down on sinners. Recall the saving mission of Jesus. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds him? Do we welcome those who have been away from the church for whatever reason? Do we reconcile with those who might have hurt us? Do we have a sense of superiority or entitlement 
of remaining faithful. The parable of the prodigal son is rich indeed. It is worthy to spend time with this gospel during our time of prayer, putting ourselves in the scene and seeing how we reflect or should reflect or should not reflect the characters in the parable, always remembering the key to this parable. You must rejoice, my son, for your brother was dead and has come to life. He was lost and is found. So on this Latare Sunday, let us rejoice in God's mercy and love towards each other and respond with gratitude, approaching the sacrament of confession during this time of Lent to acknowledge and proclaim his mercy and live as true sons and daughters of our Heavenly Father.